Let's do it. Man, Dame finally gets a ring, LeBron James still on Paul Pierce's mind, and Dennis Rodman speaks on the modern NBA. I'm Rosa Panda. This is The Clinic, all NBA podcast. I've got the two hooligans with me again. JJ, how you living? Hey, happy start of the football season with fans. Looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. John, how you living? So fresh and so clean, man. Good to be here. (laughs) So let's talk about DeAndre Jordan. It looks like the Nets traded him to the Pistons. They finally completed a buyout. And now he is signed with the Los Angeles Lakers. John, what do you think of this? So, I don't know. I'm just not really big on it, to be honest with you. I know that DeAndre Jordan is... He fits a need, I think. He's more athletic than than Mark Gasol is. But I... If this was 2008, this might be the best team ever assembled, but it's 2021. So, (laughs) again, I'm a huge Laker fan, but I'm trying to be as objective and impartial as possible. So I think it's it's tough to say right now. And there's a lot of new pieces, right? We have almost, I want to say 60, 75 percent of our team is new versus last year. So that's huge in terms of chemistry, in terms of trying to make the pieces fit. And so I think this is going to take a lot of work. Could it, wor- could it work to our advantage and be amazing? It could, but it could also be a complete disaster. So again, I, I, I'll, I'm cautiously optimistic about this signing. I don't, I don't think it's terrible, but I don't think it's anything amazing. So it'll, it remains to be seen. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. And it seems like an arms race between the Nets and the Lakers. And, well, the Nets, they just recently signed LaMarcus Aldridge. And they also signed um, Paul Millsap. JJ, who is winning this race to you? Who has the most stacked roster? Who do you think? I don't know. At first, I would probably say the Lakers. But when you contemplate about which roster is top-heavy, because the top-heavy roster usually does win the playoffs i would say the nets what? but then is lebron james considered the best player in the world because the team with the best player usually wins the finals steph lebron Kawhi. so i would probably say a healthy nets but we're not going to have a healthy nets no, that's yeah i'm sure Kyrie. i mean i don't speak ill of Kyrie's health but he might take a sick day because he doesn't feel like playing and that wouldn't be that wouldn't be surprising yeah i mean lebron james could possibly be the best player out of those two teams but i mean kevin durant is there too kevin durant sneakily can be the best player i mean they're one and two right one and two john who do you think is winning the arms race right now if i don't say lakers am i gonna get completely <laughs> blasted by Laker Nation. No, yeah, I mean, you can genuinely think the Nets have a stacked roster and still beat them, right? Because it's all about chemistry. Well, I, I think I think the Nets are more top-heavy, like JJ said. But I do think the Lakers have more depth. So, to me, it kind of, it kind of cancels each other out. And I think, like you said, it's an arms race. I think they're very, very comparable. And it's depending on... It's going to depend on health, I think. 
like it almost like it almost does every single season, right? Right. You have every year there's always a major injury, and that's it's always a what if. And so for me, it's if any one of the Nets' big three gets injured, it's, I mean, there go their chances pretty much. And if any if AD goes down, or even if LeBron goes down. Then, or even Westbrook at this point, then you know that's probably significantly cut their chances down by a lot. So, again, I think it's health, but I would say it's pretty even in my eyes. That is correct. Yeah, I mean, this season is gonna be like super fun. Uh, I know people are just begging to just fast forward to the finals already because everyone wants to see these two worlds collide. But moving on, we're gonna talk about Dennis Rodman. He was asked about watching the NBA in 2021 and he is he said quote it's hard to watch because when you play the game the way we played intensity I don't want to watch players come down and shoot 50 footers that's not basketball my god need excitement in the game like we used to do it difficult to watch but kids love it JJ what do you think of Dennis Rodman's statement here he's protecting his legacy at all costs even if it means demeaning the new era. I mean, Steve Kerr even said it, the, the today's, today's player, they're faster, they're stronger, they jump higher, and well, like what Dennis Rodman is saying, they shoot better. If, like you yeah. saw like the evolution of the game, and if people from the 90s were to pre- predict the evolution of the game of today, they would probably say that shooting will become what it is right now, which is 50, 50 footers, to be quite honest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to agree, John. What do you think? Dennis Rodman went to Vegas in the middle of the NBA Finals, came back Battle and Dura. played extremely well. I think it was game four, game five. It was, was pivotal in that win. So for him... He probably looks at this era or this new generation of basketball and thinks they're so soft and so weak <laughs> and mentally weak. They can't do anything. So in a, in a way, I kind of understand where he's coming from. He's just super old school. And JJ made a great point that he's protecting his legacy. And even if he doesn't fully believe what he's saying, because and I don't think he does, because he doesn't enjoy the game. That's To me, that's a little crazy, right? Because even if you don't right. enjoy even if it's maybe you don't think that the style is the same or you don't think it's the basketball that you grew up playing and watching to say it's not enjoyable with Steph Curry and guys like Kyrie Irving and LeBron James still playing to me that's a little asinine I don't believe that that he I don't believe he believes that so for me I think he's again JJ made a great to JJ's point he's protecting his legacy at all costs whether or not he's telling the truth is you know up for debate yeah absolutely actually a few years ago gilbert arenas kind of fired back at the old heads on uh lou williams podcast and basically he had this to say he said you got you know scotty pippen dennis rodman both seven or six seven both way two two ten i don't even know if that's accurate both way, both six seven, both way two ten. Talking about how they're gonna stop somebody in today's game. Like six seven two ten, you are a little guard in today's game. You guys are little guys. So basically, Gilbert Arenas is saying that 
The players in their era were kind of light. What do you guys think of Gilbert Arenas saying that a few years ago? I'm, I'm going to go with JJ. I think he's wrong. Oh, I think God. that Scottie Pippen could play in any era. His monster defense. Yeah. He was the point forward before the point forward was a position with LeBron and Draymond. He guarded yeah. one through five. He guarded John Starks during the Eastern Conference Finals. He guarded Karl Malone when needed. And Rodman played, you know, against the Titans of centers. So I think those players could play in today's modern era. But I see Gilbert Arena's point, which is like, why are you talking about our game today? Like, you guys did your thing and like, <laughs> it's kind of like petty, but hey, NBA player, players are petty. That's what we've learned, right? Yeah. I mean, totally, John. What do you think? Yeah. You know what? It's funny to me when I when I think about this quote or what Gilbert Arenas is saying. And the only reason Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman wouldn't be able to stop somebody in today's game and, and this generation is because they wouldn't be allowed to. You can't really touch people without getting called for a foul. Everything is ticky-tack. It's not like it used to be. But he's completely, in my opinion, way off and, I, and incorrect. I don't... Like JJ said, Scottie Pippen and Robin would be able to defend anybody in this league if they're allowed to defend the way that the 80s and 90s basketball players played. And so I disagree with it. But I, again, JJ's right. He, Gilbert Arenas made a point. His point is, you know, you had your era, you had your time. Why does everybody old school have to just talk down on this new generation. It's a different style of basketball. I mean, Charles Barkley does it, Shaq does yeah. it. They always yeah. have to demean today's players. Like, it's a to me, it just comes off as so petty and, and also very insecure, right? Like, you are you trying to talk down about these players just because it makes you feel better or something? Like, guys, get over That's it. That's the word, John. Insecure. Thank you. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I, I want to say that, like for this situation it also works in reverse like Gilbert Arenas should not be calling Pippen and Dennis Rodman light guys I think if they had you know the medical staff the training staff that the players have today at such a young age I think Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman were psycho enough to work on their games they could have developed a three they could be heavier stronger um they would just figure stuff out you know like even Michael Jordan like, I know he didn't shoot a lot of three-pointers, but if you told Michael Jordan back in the day, like, hey, the analytics say that the three-point shot is king, he would shoot that shot thousands and thousands of times a day until his percentage was at least above 40. Like, I 100% believe that. So it kind of works in reverse, too. Respect needs to go all around when it comes to talking about these players. But anyway, moving on to the next topic, Paul Pierce says that he, he has no regrets about his actions while while with ESPN and everyone knows about his videos and why he was fired um he's his quote in saying this I was done with them anyway you have to talk about Braun all the time I didn't do anything illegal these mother fathers in the hall of fame did some cocaine blank battery all the people coming after me half you mother fathers do the same stuff john 
What do you think about Paul Pierce's uh, response here about his time at ESPN? I feel like we need a, to cover this in an entirely separate episode. That's how long, that's how much I have to say on it. There's just so much to cover. Well, first of all, let me break it down in, in, by piecemeal here. The first thing is, I don't believe him when he says I was done with ESPN. That's, some, that's easy to say after the fact. I've made a huge mistake. Secondly, I'm not going to sit here and try to judge somebody what they do on their personal time. What they do on their personal time is their personal time, right? And I would expect that same respect. And he's right. He didn't do anything illegal. But you have to understand, this is 2021. This isn't 1980. This isn't 1984 or 89, 90, whatever it is. And the time is different. There, there really isn't much privacy today, right? You, there's social media, there's the internet, there's smartphones, there's cameras everywhere. So you have to understand that you are in the public eye, whether you want to be or not. And, and it, honestly, he did this to himself, right? He didn't have to document it. And yeah, to me, IG he live? Just, like, come, come on, on, man. Right, right. <laughs> And he's obviously just doing that for clout, right? He's doing it yeah. because he wants people to be to think, oh man, this is awesome. I wish I could live the Paul Pierce life. And if he didn't expect the kind of repercussions that he was going to get, then he's completely naive. But I don't I mean maybe he is. The truth, right? I don't I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Pun intended. Maybe he is. Pun no pun intended. But again, like it's he did his own thing. He made his decision and he lived with the results so as if he's okay with it then there's nothing really to talk about man jj so i'm gonna do something a little different with you i want you to act like paul pierce's pr person i'm gonna be paul pierce okay and this is what i have to say to you as paul pierce you know i i posted some of these videos i don't think i did anything wrong espn they were whack anyway dude like you have to do the same stuff all the time and i i actually posted this exact same thing on instagram just to let them know now what do you think should my step my next step should be let me ask you something number one you talk about basketball and you get paid by probably the number one sports entertainment conglomerate in the world was it really that hard to follow their lead or directions. What? Paul Pierce, number one. Number two, you keep talking about LeBron James, bro. What? He's not your ex-girlfriend. Get over it. <laughs> Please. And number three, if you want to be in the Hall of Fame, why are you name dropping these other dudes that are in the Hall of Fame, part of the Hall of Fame, and demeaning what they've done like name dropping cocaine, battery, and saying that they do the same stuff as me. Like my, my name's the truth. You're the, <laughs> you're the truth, but you gotta be smart. <laughs> Something tells me that that's not the meaning of his name. He mentioned it in a different manner. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you're correct. So I'm going to move on, move forward. I mean, good luck to you, Paul Pierce. You've got some pretty crazy takes there. The first Sunday of the NFL season is here, and the excitement continues with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. DraftKings is giving all new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season 
Bet just $1 on any football game this weekend and receive $200 in free bets instantly, no matter what. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any week one game. That's promo code TBPN to get your free $200 in free bets instantly. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports bidding partner of the NFL. Must be 21 and older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. I want to talk about the bottom three teams, basically, in the East and West. And I want to know, of these teams, who you guys think have a potential chance at the playoffs this upcoming season. So with the Cavs on the, on the East, we have the Cavs who won 22, the Magic who won 21, the Pistons who won 20. On the West, we have the T-Wolves who won 23, the Thunder who won 22, and the Rockets who won 17. John, which of these teams do you think has a run at the playoffs this year? Are those the numbers... Are those wins or are those the number of fans that each team has? <laughs> I'm Shots kidding. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. For I'm sorry. I can't do that. Come on. I can't alienate some of these fans. It's crazy. So I'm going to go with, on the East, I'm going to go with the Magic. I think Markel Fultz really made some strides after he for, completely forgot how to play basketball for half a year. <laughs> But he last year he played really well. I know they got rid of they lost Aaron Gordon to the Nuggets, but I feel like other young guys on that team can thrive with uh, Mo Bamba and some other guys on that yeah. team. So Suggs, out of, Jalen Suggs, yeah, Suggs. They just drafted Suggs, who I think is going to be really good. So I'm going to go with the Magic out of these three teams, and then on the West, I'm going to have to say the Timberwolves. I do think the Thunder are their general management and their their leadership is probably the best out of the three the rockets i think they're going to be bad for a while even though they did um they had like the third pick right second or third pick yeah. this year i'm second. gonna go with the tim i'm gonna go with the timberwolves because uh they still have d'angelo russell carl anthony towns and anthony edwards and if they don't pan out they can still make trades and they have the most assets, I would say, to be better than the other two teams. Yeah, JJ, which teams are you picking? I'm going to go a different route when assessing these teams than John, just for the sake of the pod, which is which of these teams have the best front office because you have to have a good organization from the top and everything will follow. So with that being said, wow, I guess... Actually, I do agree with John with the East, which would be the Magic. And yeah. I think in the East, they have the best front office out of those three versus the Cavs and Pistons. But I'm going to flip it on YouTube, which I won't take the T-Wolves. Because I think the T-Wolves have proved people wrong for the past decade. Oh, yeah. And they have so... I, I hate betting on them every time, it's man. It's like you have so much talent. It's like Carl Anthony Towns. You have D'Lo. You had Jimmy Butler come through there. Last year, right. the number one pick. And, and Anthony Edwards, Anthony yeah. Anthony Edwards, and you're still a 23-win team. 
And I know that last year you had some issues off the court with your players with health, but what's that excuse this coming year? Are you going to keep using that excuse? I'll go with Rockets. Man. Wow. That's like, it's okay. like a crapshoot, but I'm going to put my money on my on our boy. Who's our boy? Yeah. Jalen, man. Jalen Green. Jalen Green. Green. Jalen Green. Like, I'm I'm with you on that one. That's my pick on the West for sure. I mean, Jalen Green. You got the young guy, Kevin Porter Jr., Daniel House, Eric Gordon. I mean, they've got some nice pieces there. And, you know, John Wall. John Wall is over there, too. And if they can make that work or at least piece some, some nice assets together for a trade, I think that team could look kind of nice at the end of the year. I'm going to zag, actually, with the East just for comedic purposes. I'm going to go with the front office that doesn't even seem to know what they're doing, which is the Cavs. Boy, have you lost your mind. Because they're just collecting all the big men. I mean, with the Cavs, they've got, what, Kevin Love. Now they have Markkanen. They drafted Evan Mobley. They get Taco Fall. (laughs) Like, they've got... Like, while everyone is, like, hunting for guards, they just collect all these big dudes. And I'm kind of wondering what that's going to look like. So I'm cheering for the Cavs just to see what that what that cluster looks like. Yo. We're going to move Ooh. on to the next topic. It's a dub or dub moment. Damian Lillard got married this last week. I like you a lot. <laughs> so congratulations to him and his wife. It looked like a very nice wedding. People partied. There were some special appearances there including Bradley Beal and Draymond Green and some coaches ex-players CJ McCollum tampering but the big (laughs) but the big the thing that we want to talk about is Damian Lillard's wedding outfit I'm going to throw it to JJ here you can describe the outfit for the audience what do you think of his fit okay I'm going to pretend I'm his groomsman and that's how I'll describe it. All right. It's going to be like this. Like, hey, bro, uh, here's your gear. I don't know if this is yours or your wife's, but can you confirm the following? We got uh, this long pearl necklace. And it's super long. Are you going to put this around your neck four times? Because that's pretty bold. I don't know if I would do that. M- moving forward, I didn't see any dress shirt. Just the vest, and it's really shiny with sequins. Are you just wearing that? Well, I mean, where's your undershirt? And there's a matching suit jacket, which is pretty crazy. And you have white pants, like... Are you cool with this outfit? Or are you... So, so JJ is giving it a dub. <laughs> Two dubs for JJ. <laughs> I'm guessing guessing that's a dud. Is this a dud, Jay? Oh, man. I don't know, dude. You know, like, my thing is that if you could pull it off, rock it. We've we've talked about this multiple times on this show. But I've never seen Dame be that outlandish or unique with what he he wears, to be honest. So when I saw his his outfit, I was just like, oh. Do you understand? I'm guessing that's a dud? A dub? Uh, not my thing, man. Sorry, Dave. It's a dud. John, 
What do you think? I'm pulling up the link right now just to get another look at it because the first time I I laid eyes on it, my eyes started bleeding a little bit from from pain, <laughs> just pain. So, oh man, just so many thoughts swirling through my head when I look at it. I didn't know Russell Westbrook was Dame's fashion <laughs> consultant. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, JJ nailed it. To the the description is crazy. He's just wearing this. I don't. He's wearing a blazer, sort of. It looks like a vest too, that doesn't have any buttons. Right. But it's like a really deep V-neck, and he's wearing like a pearl necklace, <laughs> like five pearl necklaces, and then he's got some like Gucci blinged out shoes, like high, like mid high tops, with the white pants. Ah oh, man, I don't, I don't know, dude. This is, uh, this is something different. I just, I guess, also just the my perception of Dame being from Oakland and being from the hood and from the streets and being a rapper. I just maybe I didn't envision him in something like this, and that's maybe that's me judging a book by its cover and being stereotypical, and that's something I shouldn't have done. But that's probably why. That's right. probably why I didn't. I looked at it and I didn't envision dame wearing something like that but hey man it's his wedding he you know it's a once in a lifetime thing maybe he'll look back on those pictures in his photo album and be like what was i thinking man (laughs) he's gonna show his kids and his grandkids these pictures (laughs) and he's gonna have to have a pretty good reason as to why he wore this outfit but hey man and all, all in good fun we're just we're just ribbing you dame uh congratulations on your on your marriage yes yeah, absolutely. Congratulations. I I mean, this outfit was absolutely crazy. But I mean, if you feel fly, if you feel sexy on your wedding, I mean, you can wear what you want. Absolutely. You know what I mean? You can wear what you want. You spent all the money. Um, it looked like a Preach. very expensive wedding. I mean, he had Tevin Campbell perform, Snoop Dogg. Oh, wow. And some other performers, too. It was absolutely nuts. Um, those videos are wild if you haven't seen it. And that's actually it for today's episode. JJ, I would like to thank you for being on, man. Hey, thank you, everybody. Appreciate it. John, thank you for being on. Thank you, everybody. Love you. And I really am happy that we had a Scotty. We mentioned Scotty Pippen in this episode. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we did. And shout out to RJ, the video producer. I'm Rosa Panta. This is the Clinic All-NBA Podcast. Come find us wherever you find your podcasts.